Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or you just think it would be way cool to have your own talk show. I promise you, podcasting is an easy, fun, and inexpensive way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Just think, within minutes of finishing your recording, you would be able to upload and list your show on multiple major podcast directories, such as Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and more. I promise you, podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you to succeed. So come join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out into the world. And when you follow the link in the show notes, it lets Buzzsprout know I sent you to them. And you will get a $20 Amazon card when you sign up for a paid plan. So go ahead and get started expressing yourself with your own podcast show. Graham Risings and Runnings family, and welcome back to our Joy in the Midst of It All podcast show. I am your host, Amina Amarachi. Before we begin our journey, I would like to take a moment as we move into this decorations, aka Memorial Day weekend, to send out a prayer for all those families whose loved ones have transitioned. I pray that your hearts are filled with fond memories of your loved ones and that it comforts you and keeps you filled with light-filled peace as you celebrate them during their homegoings. My condolences for your losses. Now let's continue our journey. This weekend is considered the unofficial start of summer season. It is also the weekend that leads us into the holiday, which originated as Decorations Day and is known by many as Memorial Day. The first unofficial Decorations Day, which occurred in Charleston, South Carolina, was led by a group of newly liberated black Americans and members of the U.S. Colored Troops Regiment on May 1st, 1865. It became official on May 30th, 1868. In attendance were thousands of black women and children who sang hymns, carried flowers and wreaths and crosses in order to honor the unnamed fallen Union soldiers who had fought for their freedom. Now, these days within many communities, it has become an annual day in which families gather together to clean up the cemeteries and the church where their loved ones were buried and remember those who came before them. It only became known as Memorial Day in 1971. As I said in our last episode, spend some time with the elders to learn about your history and how it ties into the larger global history. You might just be surprised by what you can learn from our living seasoned libraries, a.k.a. our elders. 
Regardless of how you choose to recognize this day, consider it a day that reminds us to decorate, celebrate, remember, pay homage, and give reverence to those who served worthy causes, including those who took the time out to lay those to rest who had transitioned properly. Today's episode Get your ice cold lemonade. Refresh yourself. The year, somewhere back in the 50s, then 2010 and 2011. Memorable days indeed. The dates, whenever there are large family gatherings, you know, church homegoings, family reunions, cookouts, graduations, baby showers, Weddings, holidays, home, and even just a block party or two. The scene, our 2010 and 2011 family reunions in our hometowns. Now, stay tuned for more right after our first spotlight moment. Our first spotlight moment today is for our young family members who are both interested in learning about their family traditions, i.e. recipes, holidays, pastimes, etc. Why? Because without their willingness to receive the torch being passed to them by our elders, much of our family history would be lost. Continue to be about the bringing forth of the best aspects of our families for the betterment of our families and the world. Madasipa. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, family. Now, you might be wondering, what do lemonade, decorations, and memorials have to do with each other? Well, it all began way back when, when our daddy told us about his great-uncle, Will Goodman, our great-great-uncle, who taught him how to make the homemade lemonade that was served annually on the second Sunday in August for our church's homegoing celebration. Let's just say that this recipe has way more sugar in it in that 10-gallon tub than it does lemons or that block of ice that rests down in the middle of it. Yet, what I know for sure is that every year, our daddy would wake up at 5, 5.30 a.m. in the morning to roll out those lemons, get his 10-gallon tub, block of ice, ice pick, dipper, a.k.a. a ladle, and sugar all ready and loaded up into the back of our car. Family members as far north as Ohio and Michigan would make that annual trek back down home south for family, fellowship, food, and fun. And, of course, fresh homemade lemonade. After the first service, and yes, there were two services on that Sunday, for which some folks could barely wait for the benediction to end and the doors of the church to swing open before hightailing it out the door to line up and get these great home-cooked meals, which were served either out of the back of folks' trunks where they'd been covered with towels or on those long tables in the old schoolhouse that many 
of our ancestors were taught in out near the church cemetery. Our own parents are laid to rest right behind that old schoolhouse, which is where our daddy used to park his brown bomber. That's an inside family joke and ladle out his Uncle Will's lemonade with pride. Now, there is not much that compares to a refreshingly cool, tall glass of homemade lemonade on a hot summer's homecoming church gathering day. I have good memories and a photo of our daddy ladling up his homemade lemonade out the back of his trunk right by that old schoolhouse. Now, Fast forward to 2010, when our daddy had just begun his journey through Alzheimer's, when lo and behold, he was blessed with the opportunity to pull out his 10-gallon tub and all of his lemonade-making supplies, pass on the tradition by introducing lemonade-making to the young folks at our mama's family reunion. Can I just say that the swell in his chest and the pride basking across his smile at being able to pass that homemade lemonade making torch down to the next two generations, just as his great uncle Will had passed it down to him, was priceless. He showed them exactly how to prepare the lemons. He explained why there was a block of ice in the bottom of that 10-gallon tub and why he was using an ice pick to chip away at that block of ice in order to put ice chips into folks' cups of lemonade. Can we say pure joy in his heart and ours? So refreshing indeed and indeed. And yep. I have photos of him teaching the young folks, not only at the 2010 reunion, but again at our 2011 reunion of his own family. My reflections in life, and not only while you're serving as caregivers, we experience times in which we feel as if hmm, we've been handed a bag of lemons. It seems that no matter which way we turn, everything in that season seems to be soured or going sour. Yet, if we would just take a few moments to pause and breathe, then we could allow ourselves to surrender to the cooling waters of Spirit's grace as our divine situational sweetener. And we will realize that spirit is always at the ready to freshen our spirits, hearts, mind, and bodies, just like enjoying a tall, cool glass of lemonade. My insight. Sometimes you must decorate, honor, and celebrate yourself and your loved ones while you're living. Sometimes you must become your own refreshing glass of lemonade. Sometimes you may need to seek the aid of others who are able to support you in turning your lemons into lemonade. Now it's time for our next spotlight moment. Spotlight moment number two is for every elder and ancestor who took the time out to pass the torch. You know, 
a nugget of wisdom, a great family story, a recipe, a tradition, or just by letting the young folks hang out with them to build that bridge between our bookends. That would serve our future families for the betterment long after they have gone on to glory. We honor you, elders and ancestors, and we give thanks and salute you. May we pass the torch as you have passed it down to us with gratitude and grace. Madasi Pa. Now, back to our show. Here are my takeaway, tip, tool, and toss. My takeaway. Take a few moments to reframe how you view each situation that makes an appearance in your life. Then make a choice as to whether you will continue to suck the life out of yourself and those around you until you have soured everything in your sphere. Or will you make the choice to refresh in yourself so that you can refresh the situation and make a wonderful picture of lemonade out of it? Either way, it's your choice and it's your outcome. So choose lightly and wisely. The tip, pass along a family recipe, tradition, or pastime to a young folk, you know, those folks that are less seasoned than you in your family. Share with them the stories about who passed the torch to you and the importance of them keeping up with that torch and keeping it lit for generations to come, which includes passing it on down the road. The tool, have a sit down on two old fashioned cane back chairs that my grandfather used to make with some fans, you know, to swat the flies and the gnats and some ice cold lemonade. Sit together in silence or in conversation. Both are moments of communion, co-munion, co-union together with each other and the divine that will leave you both refreshed. Our toss, don't wait to be told or begged to go down and clean off your loved one's headstone or gravestone markers. And if you know that an extended family member no longer has any living descendants that you know of, or they live out of the area, clean their markers off too. And remember, just as those newly liberated black Americans in Charleston, South Carolina taught us, the dead did not bury the dead. Those who were still alive did with reverence and honor for the dignity that is the divinity of those they laid to rest properly. And in recognition that as you do unto others, so you are agreeing to have it done unto you. It's a boomerang thing. Consider that. In closing, I'd like to take this time to thank you all both my seasoned and new followers for spending your time with me today in our joy in the midst of it all podcast journey. Now take a moment to tap the button on your favorite podcast streaming platform to tune in, follow, subscribe, and rate the show. 
You may have to log into some of the platforms depending on the service that you use in order to rate the show. You will also receive updates when a new episode is released. Excuse me. We release an episode every second and fourth Thursday of the month. Okay. And yes, it is 3 a.m. on Friday because it's that kind of week. And I decided to rest spiritual spa practice. We release an episode every second and fourth Thursday of the month. So go ahead, tag a family caregiver or a few, if you know them and tell them one thing you have learned today or from any previous episode that will support you and maybe them in moving through the caregiving journey with more ease, no matter who or how God has chosen for you or them to offer your gifts of caregiving to your loved ones. Then blaze a trail on over to my podcast website for the show notes, transcripts, and any related links. And if your heart so leads you, tip me what I like to call a cup of J-O-E, a cup of Joe, a jolt of encouragement and support over at my buy me a cup of coffee website link. Understand though, I do prefer me a great cup of tea and lemonade on a palma to be for sure. You will see the link in the show notes. I am your host, Amina, and I want you to be blessed and less stressed. Why? Because yours and their lives depend on it. Have a great day.